Ouch. <laughs> Dude, what was that? <laughs> You know what time it is. Time for another train wreck. Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a podcast exploring church revitalization, church planting, and other Southern Baptist goodies for your ear holes. I'm Matt Hensley, pastor of Mayhill Baptist in, well, Mayhill, New Mexico. And I'm Kyle Bierman, pastor of First Baptist Alamogordo. We're both pastoring fantastic churches in Southern New Mexico, wading through the waters of church revitalization and trying not to drown. Amen to that. Well, we're grateful for our partnership with the Christian Standard Bible and are oh so humbly proud to be the official podcast of the Word of God. After the show, we encourage you to visit csbible.com to learn more and about a translation that is faithful and true with an aim to blend accuracy and readability the best way possible. Yep. And until then, let's light this dumpster on fire and get this train wreck underway. Matt, How's the family, man? What's happening? So when this airs, our kids will be beginning their last day of school wow. for the summer. Awesome. Now, I, I know your homeschool kids pretty yep. much never had school That's right. at all this year, but our kids began the year uh, actually while we were at the pastor and family retreat in That's Albuquerque. Right. I forgot that back in uh, You know, That's the right. preacher kids are skipping the first three days of school. Will you quit throwing water across the table? Good grief. <laughs> well, I, I had a like water bottle. Tommy Laren or something in here. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they, they kind of started the, the uh, year uh, skipping school, and then now they have been in school, thankfully. Yeah. And uh, we made it through the year without anybody going to the office. Yeah. Uh, nobody has failed out of school just yet. Uh, I guess there's still today uh, right. that could still, still technically right. happen. If they were me, faith they, <laughs> they would definitely <laughs> fail out. Uh, but they're going to get out at noon today and then come and uh, join me down here in Alamogordo. Cool. And we're going to get some uh, Froyo All to right. celebrate. And then I've got a guy date tonight with one of the members of our church, one of our young men that we're trying to uh, disciple and work with, actually one of our deacons, uh, Dan. He and I are going to see Solo right. as a duo. All right. Hey, that you hey, should have laughed. Hey, that, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Sympathy laugh. What about you? Uh, man, yeah, so uh, as this airs, um, we have been out. I've been out two of the last three Sundays with um, just some different stuff with family. I had a cousin who got married down in College Station, Texas, and then uh, the long-awaited Lego League competition in Fayetteville, Can we finally Arkansas. stop talking it's, about that? Dude, Lego League's done. Woo! It's over. Praise it's, the Lord. Uh, they, the, yeah, we had the competition at, at Fayetteville, Arkansas, the Razorback Invitational. So did got, you walk through all over Arkansas saying, like, Roll Tide or something? <laughs> so, okay, uh, I dared my son. We were eating dinner in, the, in one of the dining halls there in the University of Arkansas one night. And I dared him. I said, I said, son, I will buy you a venti chocolatey chip frap from Starbucks if you will, at the top of your lungs, yell Roll Tide, thinking there's no way he's going to do it. He's going to chicken out. And sure enough, he walks out to the middle of the dining hall, yells Roll Tide as fast as he can, and turns around and bolts out the dining hall. And what was so funny, I mean, you know, so there was a little bit of, ah, but uh, the, uh, the guy who was taking money uh, as folks walked into the uh, cafeteria, uh, apparently he's an Alabama fan, and he said, "Yes, roll tide." So <laughs> Noah had at least one cheer, and and no one murdered him, so all is good. And he got his venti chocolatey chip frap. Um, so, yeah, and awesome. now we're 
So we're home for two weeks. I get to be here for two Sundays in a row. It'll be amazing. Y'all need to pray for first Alamo. Man, three out of six Sundays I'm gone. I've never done that before in my life. Uh, hopefully never do it again. It's been wild. Um, uh, and then, yeah, a couple weeks we head to Dallas for this giant potluck that we've been talking uh, about I know, for a while. yeah, definitely. So <laughs> what are you preaching right now? Are you, what, what are you in? Yeah, so I'm kind of walking through the uh, Baptist faith and message. Um, doing a series this summer called Here We Stand. Not not taking all of the um, all the articles, but I think uh, seven or eight weeks and, and just kind of hitting on some of the high points. So this Sunday, basically, I'm doing a 30-minute gospel presentation as to talk about what we believe about salvation. Sweet. So pretty excited about that. Yeah, Very cool. Fun. I am uh, still working my way through Mark, Mark, as I will be yeah. until like 20... 20- Nineteen yeah. or twenty twenty, <laughs> uh, we are in chapter four uh, this Sunday, and cool. uh, dealing this Sunday with uh, calming the winds and the waves, and oh, cool. uh, so that's going to be uh, fun. A little rebuking from Jesus, yeah. a little rebuking from the disciples, yeah. and it's 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 going to be awesome. So yeah. we're we're making our way through that. Uh, but man, Kyle, I wish. I wish there was some news happening in the SBC. I, I mean, I like, I like. I mean, it's so it's boring. It's so right boring. Now. I mean, nothing like, why is happening. Meeting in Dallas. I mean, there's. I know. You know there's <laughs> nothing going on. But in a in a few weeks, that will change somehow, as Southern Baptists convene in Dallas, Texas, to battle nightmarish traffic, handle the business of the Southern Baptist Convention, and well, elect a new president, among other things. And you, I you wish the most important thing. What. Because we're going to be present, we will be for there. two nights, yeah, to watch the Texas Rangers you give the Houston Astros exactly what they deserve. That's the most a win. important part. A of, win. <laughs> that's that, what's that going is, to happen. That is the most important. Uh, that's the most important part of the SBC is is watching the Rangers defeat the Houston Astros. Two Ladies and gentlemen, wait until you see Kyle's idol come crumbling down. <laughs> Come crumbling down. Uh, yes, sir. So so back to SBC. Sir. Yeah. Can we um, focus? Yeah, sorry. This year, we have two phenomenal statesmen to choose from. And Dr. Ken Hemphill, a retired pastor and former president of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, among many other things. And Dr. J.D. Greer, pastor of one of the fastest growing churches in these blessed United States, uh, the Summit Church in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Yeah, brother, and if there's one thing we've learned over the last few years, and especially this week, it only matters if you are in sure. the room. If you ain't, well, you get no voice. So as we make our way to hashtag SBC18, which is what it should be, or hashtag SBCAM18, which is what it is, we thought we'd go back in time and let doctors Hemphill and Greer share their visions for the SBC and let you hear them again and prayerfully decide. Going We're going to begin... in time. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, here's Dr. Hemphill. Tell us just a little bit about your heart for for the SBC and uh, and and how you came well, to the to the decision to accept yeah. that that nomination. I'll be glad to do that. I I really struggle with it. I've never run for office in anything, even in, in elementary school. And when I was approached by a number of different people, and I probably talked to 15, 20 of my friends and mentors, uh, almost with one voice, they said, "We really need for you to do this." And, and part of the issue is that my heart, I, I love Southern Baptist Convention. That's my tribe. I, I don't have any other tribe. This is my family. My great-granddaddy was a church planter in Washington State. My dad pastored 56 years in North Carolina and small to 
uh, mid-sized churches. And uh, I just grew up with this in my blood. And I, I love the way we cooperate. I love the diversity of our convention that we've got. We've got Hispanic, we've got black, we've got white, we've got small church, large church, rural church, city church. It, it takes that kind of diversity. And so my heart has to do with revitalization. I, I, I hate to tell you that our baptisms last year at the lowest level we've had since 1947. Wow. 1947. Our attendance from 2010 to 2016 dropped from 6.1 million to 5.2, almost a million people during that period of time. Mm. And, uh, you know, so we're we're looking at the fact that we, as a denomination, we are plateaued and declining. And so I I just thought that with the, the privilege that God has given me to work at a little rural country church, a kind of a city county seat church, uh, church in in norfolk that would have been that grew into a mega church and then north american mission board lifeway and executive committee and southwestern seminary that that i have a kind of an overview of the convention that very few people did and i just felt like it was a part of my responsibility to say i'm willing if this is what the lord wants and our southern baptist people so i tell people i'm not running for office i have have never had a desire to do that but i'm willing to serve because I think what we're dealing with is too critical for us not to step to the plate. And that's a lost and dying world. And we're becoming more secular by the day. We see it, and we're the salt, and we're the light. And if we don't get this salt out of the salt shaker, salt doesn't do you any good as long as it's in the shaker on the table. Mm-hmm. you got to get it out and put it on the plate. And so that's that's kind of my passion. That's my, my desire. I want to reaffirm uh, things like our... Uh, a connectedness, I, I believe, in association, state, national conventions, working together with local churches. I think together we can do so much more than we can do apart. I, I think there are ways that we can re- revitalize those relationships. And first of all, it's a it's a matter of trust that we really trust each other to be in this same thing together for the kingdom of God. And so that that's kind of what burdened me to do it. And uh, so. You know, I'm going to try to share through articles and things like this, your podcast and whatever else God gives me an opportunity, just kind of what God laid on my heart and how we can revitalize an entire denomination. And the answer is through revitalizing local churches. All right, that was uh, Dr. Ken Hemphill. Now we're going to hear from Dr. J.D. Greer. All right, so let's talk about SBC president stuff for a second. Now, now, and I see you're clearly not wearing a vote for JD Penn. Um, so, and, and, and I'll and, and I'll put it. <laughs> <It's a bubble. laughs> so, There's so, your Texas roots. <laughs> so, and, 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 and Hensley and I, I'm sorry to say, have already endorsed Wiley Drake for president. So I'm sorry that we can't, that we can't. Twice. <laughs> I mean, I was nominated for second vice president. Well, I think it was 2000. I don't know. Five. And lost to Wiley Drake. So. <laughs> All right. So I'm sorry. We, we, our endorsement is already is already locked up there. Yeah, sorry. But, um, <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, you've had a huge, huge emphasis throughout your ministry on the gospel above all. And, and, and so it's one thing to say it. What does that look like as the SBC president? How, how does that I mean, what is your vision for the for the SBC? Yeah, I mean, it really is. 
I mean, Paul in first Corinthians says that the gospel is of first importance, right? Which means that there's a lot of important things in the Christian life and in doctrine, but it's first importance is going to be the gospel. And it doesn't mean it's the only thing that's important or the only thing we should ever talk about. I'm not trying to reduce it down to that, but I do say it's the basis of our unity and the substance of our mission. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Paige Patterson, who was my um, PhD mentor at Southeastern, I think he has some connection over there to Southwestern, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Dr. Patterson, you know, he used to always say that um, different levels of unity require different levels of doctrinal conformity. So what is it in the SBC that really unites us? Um, well, I think it's the gospel and the Baptist faith and message. Um, you know, the Baptist faith and message, I've always you know felt like it's narrow enough that it unites us on the essentials, but it, it is broad enough that it, it includes people that may, you know, do worship differently and may um, have a different um, uh, strategy in evangelism. It may have, uh, you know, they may, may parse the honor point of catechism slightly differently, and they may, um, they may view the rapture and eschatology from a different lens. Um, I have opinions about all those things, but, you know, I feel like that's the gospel of all ought to be the basis of our, our unity. What I don't mean by that is that different um that you know that, that when it comes to the essence of the gospel that jesus you know died for all people that were responsible to preach repentance and faith to all people that were responsible to call for conversions i mean those things are our baptist essentials and i want to see us elevate the mission of the gospel above everything else um politics is not supposed to define the SBC. Right. Uh, you know, a particular angle on Calvinism shouldn't define it, nor should it be like that's the pro-Trump or the never Trump group. You know, it's just it's just, it ought to be like, hey, here are reasons why some people are this way and this way. But what unites us, we, we don't ha- want to have we get we get a very limited bandwidth when it comes to what we get to say to the world. And I want to use 100 percent of that bandwidth to be that Jesus Christ died for sinners and he calls them to repentance and faith. I don't want to use it for anything else. Uh, I have an opinion on global warming. Right. But I always tell our church, I might be wrong in my opinion on global warming, but I am not wrong about the gospel. So I will not let my opinions on the former keep people from hearing me as a pastor on the latter. So so there they are again, folks. Any thoughts, Matt? No, you already told me I couldn't say them. It's true. I did. I did. Yeah. So so let's remind our listeners that uh, back when we interviewed uh, Dr. Greer back in February or March, we officially endorsed the one... The only Sir Wiley Drake. <laughs> because we are, after all, the train wreck. That's right. We are the dumpster fire. Right. But folks, Kyle and I love both of these men. And know whoever Southern Baptist elect will do a phenomenal job, and we will support them, pray for them, and follow their lead as we continue to do more and more, better and better together. Yeah, that's right. And that's what this is all about. So we aim to work together to advance the kingdom right here in our own backyards in New Mexico, across the country, and really around the globe. So may the best man win or or (laughs) something. And we will see you in Dallas. And it's going to be hot. Sticky. Hot, sticky, humid. Well, it's time to hop off the train. So thanks for taking the time to listen in today. And if you haven't, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. And if you liked what you've heard, please give us a five-star review, and we'll keep these coming. You can visit us online at www.notanotherbaptistpodcast.com or on Facebook under Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB. B underscore podcast. Send us out, KB. All right, until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel. <laughs> Try it again. Do it again. Right. Until next time, 
May your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Much, much better. better. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you in Dallas. Bye, everybody.